Hello, fellow nerds, and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, episode 76. We are, <laughs> we are recording Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020. I am one of your hosts back from a brief hiatus while dealing with PC gamer drivers, Chris, <laughs> the salty sternum sternum. This week on the podcast, we will be talking about Fortnite, the continuing next generation news, and some exciting games joining Game Pass going forward here. Sweet. Joining me this week is the illustrious AJID. <laughs> AJ, how are you doing? I don't know about illustrious, but I'm doing all right. Um, it's it's sunny out. It's a little, it's, a, it's crisp, as I like to say. Mm, right above brisk. Yeah. We got a crisp, sunny day here in, in Madtown as well. I uh, am missing the opportunity to take advantage of it, but I'd rather be recording with you anyways. Well, to be honest, my time outside today was spent um, picking up the yard from the dog's business. So it, it, it was pleasant to be out there, but not the most pleasant of activities. <laughs> pleasant yet shitty somehow. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I made a song because our dog keeps trying to eat eat her poop which is it's has a lot to do with her upbringing because she's a rescue who lived in a cage blah 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 blah. Mm. but we've been singing um kind of poop and kind of snacks see she eats stuff and like we've been trying to make like songs out of the bug snacks but it's it's poop snacks <laughs> oh delightful and horrifying at the same time <laughs> and i, ex- really I would expect nothing less <laughs> yeah sorry to go off on a tangent but that was that was i had to share that it was it was worth it um, we're going to jump into the lowdown. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you can, or if you have a pressing question you want us to weigh in on, please do let us know that question. You can reach us at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. If you don't use Twitter, you can send us an old fashioned email to podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. That's also our website, mostlynormalgamers.com. You can go check it out, it's a little bit more up to date. Um, you can sign up for our I would call it new still, mostly normal monthly newsletter at either the website uh, or at mngamers.substack.com, which is also where you can find old issues of it. We are up to three put out so far, and we will be unleashing uh, a mid-month one here in December as well. Oh, I better get on that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, uh, the mystery of what will be in it has yeah. yet to be solved by anyone. It's but a surprise to us. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be an extra surprise to everyone else. Um, AJ, I'd love to hear other than uh, it sounds like you're still working your way through Hades. Can you tell me a bit about that and what else you've been playing this uh, fine, fine week? Yeah, I've just been playing a little bit of Hades now and then just to kind of prep for our potential spoiler cast that we might do. I still love the game. I've actually kind of had a rekindled love for it since getting back to it. I made it out again, like the first yes, time I tried. Dude. Yeah, then, like the last, literally the last two runs I did, I made it to Hades and died twice in a row. And I'm just like, I just had to put it down for a while. <laughs> I'm just like, it can be pretty demoralizing when your dad just like kicks your teeth in twice in a row, though. After yeah. like, I mean it. I'm getting pretty good at my runs. Like the last one I made it through only took me like 26 minutes or something. Holy crap. So, that's faster than my fastest. So when I'm doing well, I do well, but I've done like 92 runs now and I've only made it out twice. Uh, but what, I've got lots um, of cool stuff. 
what kit did you have when you made it out in that 26 minutes? I think, I think it was the fists. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was the fists with like a whole bunch of good boons and stuff. Amazing. Um, yeah, I love I love the boons and everything, but um, we'll talk more about that later. Another game that I picked up that's actually by the same developer, Supergiant Games. It came out in like May 2014, but it was on sale for like four dollars on switch so i picked it up and i really haven't played it enough to be able to talk about it like probably only like five ten minutes of the game but it looks very similar art style like i can tell i'm gonna like that part um it's kind of cool because like the sword talks to you that's transistor right i don't know if you mentioned oh did i not say the name of the game transistor is the name of the game i'm playing yeah, like I said, made by Supergiant. I was so focused on the fact that my Switch has become like a Supergiant games machine. Well, and their, when their games go on sale on Switch, like Bastion, I think, is like $3 when they put it on sale on Switch. So, like, mm-hmm. they are really aggressive about those sale prices. <laughs> yeah, well, they're all worth it. So, if you ever see a, a Supergiant game on sale, definitely snag it because... I, I like I said I don't I don't know enough to talk on it yet but I like it so far and it has some similar aspects like you get different abilities and there's like a really complicated upgrading system that I haven't even touched on so I don't know how it works yet. Yeah, that's one of those games that's been living on my Switch uh in the refrigerator as they call it um and I've been waiting for the right time to pick it up but mm-hmm. I um I really enjoyed Bastion back when I played it on Xbox 360 so I took the opportunity to grab Transistor as soon as it hit Switch and was, I don't think it was quite $4, but I think I grabbed it when it was on sale. Yeah, it was a good deal. So I was like, well, I've got to get this. And then the very last game I've been playing, well, I mean, I've been dabbling with a bunch of stuff, but Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I've really been sinking my teeth into. And it's been really, really fun because I have this group of friends that I always play with and we have like a party that. I don't know, there's probably like seven or eight people in the party. So there's almost always somebody like in there playing something when you turn it on. Um, Because we're all over, like there's some of us in America and some of us in Austria. I think a couple in Germany, but that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. But everyone is playing this game at the same time. So like... Oh, what a rad experience. Yeah, so everyone's sending like their screenshots of their bugs and and I don't know, like somebody (laughs) will get stuck you know, between like a tree. I got stuck between like a cliff and a tree and I sent that out and um, somebody was like sent a picture of a floating whale and somebody was sent a picture of like them hanging from a rope that didn't exist. So they were just like hanging in the air. And, oh no. And there's lots of good stuff too. Like we're sending pictures of fish that we catch and like really cool sceneries that we've seen. And it's just like for all the bugs that, that this game has, it's really like sunk its teeth into my heart. Like when at the first I wasn't really sure if I'd like it because it wasn't Odyssey. Um, it's just such a different setting than like the beautiful islands and blue waters of, you know, ancient Greece than to go up into like rainy England. <laughs> yes. What's the vibe like? Is it like atmospherically just kind of oppressive? It, it, it None it of is. it looked like majestic or beautiful from what they were showing off in preview. Well, you start out in Norway and then you end up making your way to England. So like everything becomes more like green and you know, there's like some meadows and stuff that you find and um, there's others. So there's some other places that you go that are like might consider spoilers, but they're super awesome dude. So that's not like snowy and dark and oppressive, but it's a really dark game at times. And it does that Ubisoft thing that John mentioned where it kind of lulls you to sleep and then like, 
all of a sudden like something really fucked up happens <laughs> oh for sure and it's like oh yeah i forgot that there's actually some really messed up things happening in this game like aside from you know like the hilarious like dude today <laughs> i ran into this random um mystery thing and it was uh this group of musicians that wanted to play music at this like these ruins and it was there was a bishop there who was like a self-proclaimed bishop of the ruins or whatever just like some kind of like crazy old guy and i ended up having to like fist fight him like in order to like allow them to be able to play music and 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 they were like yeah yeah smack my bishop and then they started they're like we're gonna put this into song and then like afterwards so like all right immediately after this fight ends like everyone's like partying and celebrating the band's going smack my bishop and like i found a cat and i picked up and pet it like right as i like leveled up and like got some skill points like all at the same time and i was like this is fucking sweet (laughs) that's so much um you're playing that on ps5 right yeah what's the experience been like with that i know i missed um i Potentially you talked about it last week and I might've missed that conversation, but how's it running on the PS five? And are you enjoying like that experience in that way? Yeah, it runs really well. Um, for the most part, I mean, like I said, there's bugs and you get stuck in stuff randomly, but Gucci and my friend Gaimon did some tests. Like they fast traveled from the same place, like back and forth. Mm-hmm. And Gucci was able to like fast travel to a place back to the place and to another place while Gaimon was still in the same loading screen. So, oh my god, yeah. So, it's, is that like PS5 versus PS4 time? Exactly, versus PS4 Pro, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, that's so cool, yeah. So, there's definitely like, and I don't even really notice it anymore because I've been playing for like 50 hours or something, but yeah, there's like basically no loading screens. It takes like 15 seconds, and it's a big game, yeah. I, I would imagine they've certainly not like reduced the scale of the assassin creed games no it just gets on. bigger it's insane and they keep yeah. making fun of me because i don't find every single treasure like people in the party i'm like oh dude God. i don't want to spend 90 hours finding every treasure i've got other games that i picked up on sale here i'll talk more about that later but <laughs> what have you been what, what have you been playing lately <laughs> um i also so I um, have been on like a spree of different stuff. Game Pass has done a, a a bunch of damage to my ability to focus on any one game for an extended amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also uh, was gifted by a friend, a gaming PC, his old PC rig, basically for my recent birthday, which is like the most unbelievable gift of all time. Yeah, it looks, um, I don't know anything about PCs, but it looks cool. Like you sent the picture in the Slack and I was like, damn, that looks like fancy pc it seems fancy so it's got a 2070 the rtx 2070 card which is like the middle-ish maybe like lower middle-ish tier from the last generation of um nvidia cards okay um you know 2080 ti was like the top of the line in that so like 2070 is the one that's like a rung below that i don't know enough about gaming computers but numbers make sense right yeah um higher numbers means better right (laughs) i've been toying around with that um and uh playing apex Legends season seven with a group of friends amazing um, and learning how to play fps on pc because i i probably the last time i was playing shooters on the computer was 
mouse and keyboard would have been like counter-strike but like <laughs> not counter-strike global offensive or source but like just like counter-strike right yeah <laughs> um it might have been like one point four. i don't know i i'm too dumb about pc games to know which version of counter-strike it was but it was the one that was out around the same time that halo pc and grand theft auto vice city pc were out wow um, and so those were kind of like the big PC games that I had when I built a computer when I was like 12 or 13. <laughs> um, and my friend snuck me into Best Buy and was like, you can buy M-rated games here. They don't check your ID. Um, and so I left with like the Half-Life collection, the thing that like predated the orange box. It was like the the orange box V1 for like Half-Life 1 and all of the different expansions for that. Um, anyways, um, so I've been playing apex apex still is like by far one of the best feeling shooters I've played in a long time. Yeah. I got really into that game for a while. I think I bought the season two battle pass, but I kind of fell out of it after that. Yeah. The last time I was playing it, I was playing it, um, from launch, like from day one launch through partway through the season one battle pass. And then my group of friends who were playing it on Xbox kind of disbanded. Mm -hmm. um from playing it which was a bummer because i i think i needed to stop playing it because if i'm playing a multiplayer game regularly i just don't play anything else yeah um but i just i really vibe with it they also have crossplay, which i checked out um two weeks ago uh, before i had gotten the gaming pc and um that worked pretty well that's still in beta and it sounds like they're going to add cross progression sometime and so hopefully i'll be able to get all of the stuff that I had already unlocked moved to that PC account. Other than that, I rolled credits on Hades. I I like yes. finally hit my groove in it probably after like the third clear that I got, third or fourth. And then they just started like falling like dominoes. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, I got three in a row going into the finish. Um, my Ooh. fastest was 28 minutes. All kinds of cool stuff happens. And uh, as you said, we're, we're planning on like maybe a more in-depth discussion on that. So I don't want to say much more other than mm -hmm. uh, it is worth it to play through the game and get the 10 clears for the credits. I think it's it's awesome. Yeah, I just in my second clear and like, you know, 90 runs, I guess I've had lots of cool stuff happen. So it, after my first time finishing. So, yeah, you're right. It's definitely worth going back. And then uh, the two main games that I've been checking out, um, I'm still going back to Jedi Fallen Order and like kind of slowly trudging my way through that game. I have the difficulty high because I want to use it as training wheels to try and go into Sekiro Shadows Die Twice afterwards. Right on. Um, I tried to like set the controls up so that they are as close to Sekiro's controls for like the block and parry button and the attack button and everything. Um and I really like the characters that surround Cal in that environment. And I really like the exploration, but I'm really sick of the sliding puzzles. Like they continue to drive me up a wall. Um, <laughs> and I sometimes like, and sometimes get frustrated with the combat. There are times where it just feels like, I, there was this moment, um, you know, it's a, a little bit older game, so I'll just, I, you, you've played through it, right? Yeah, I have. Um, yeah, at, I mean, it's two years old probably at this point, almost. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe like one and a half, but 
it's um, at the end of the first time you go to Kashyyyk, there's this thing where you go up an elevator and you just like fight wave after wave of enemies for the first time. It's like the first time that they just throw a, a series of enemies at you in a row. Yeah. Um, and that just like really, if you don't kill them fast enough, they just start like appearing on a timetable. Mm. And so like I was struggling to kill certain ones and like didn't manage the order of it well. Mm. And by the end of it, you have like the same boss that you fought at the end of the first level and a mini boss that you just fought earlier in this level and five or six grunts all fighting you at once. <laughs> and I was just like, really? Like, what do you want me to do? Like use the force, Chris. Yeah, for sure. And like, I, I had thought like maybe because I had run off and explored somewhere else and got a little bit lost before making it to the elevator that takes you to that fight mm -hmm. that like, it was supposed to be like spoilers for the story. So you're like on the Wookiee planet and you free all these imprisoned Wookiees and all these freedom fighters are showing up, like meeting with the Wookiees and they're like, yeah, let's go bring the fight to them. And then you show up and like the fight's being brought to you, but no one was there to help in this fight. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck am I? Did I like glitch out? Like where are the Wookiees and these like, you know, <laughs> rebel people? <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's like there was a problem with the game or if it was just like, no, dude, like you don't get to bring the fight. You, yeah, you're I don't the really fight. remember exactly. It's been a long time since I played it. Yeah. Anyways, it, it, it took me fewer tries than I thought it would, um, uh, but it, it was very grueling and I'm still going to finish the game, but I, I'm not as high on it as I wanted to be, uh, which sucks because I, I love respawn um, just as I was talking about apex but the the real deal is that I got super into playing Tetris Effect for a couple of days and cleared <laughs> the journey mode on Tetris Effect Connected. That's amazing. It was like one of those things where it's like, I, I cleared the adventure mode, but I'm not quite done like playing Tetris. Um, so I just like quick pulled up a couple of the achievements that I was close to. And I was like, oh, like that seems feasible. Um, so I just got the one where you like get 100 Tetris clears and was just kind of like working on that. I was checking out some of the other modes and I like came up when I was in high school uh, playing Luminace on the PSP. Mm -hmm. That was kind of like the first puzzle game that was like Tetris that I really clicked with. Yeah. Um, and so having that same like music and to the beat and like beautiful visual styles stuff applied to Tetris is kind of a match made in heaven for me. And like definitely between tetris effect and tetris 99 like last year was a, a huge renaissance year for that game um and i definitely still credit tetris 99 for my ability to do anything in tetris right now <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's that's everything that i've been playing um i think now would be a good time to transition into some news So the two probably worst people of all time to discuss Fortnite are here to tell you all about the exciting Fortnite news that happened this week. Um, so the thing that actually co completely caught me off guard and I, I had no idea was coming down the pike, um, per GameSpot and Kevin Nezovic, Fortnite Crew is a new subscription service that they just announced. 
Um, and for $12 a month, it gives monthly V bucks and battle pass access. Um, I don't know much about Fortnite and the economy and the battle pass and how much all of that would cost, but, um, yeah, right. Like, I don't know if this is a good value, <laughs> but it looks like it's cool, right? Like it gives you lots of cool stuff. Yeah. So reading, um, reading from Kevin's story at GameSpot, um, it is $12 and you get a thousand V bucks exclusive skins and access to the current battle pass and, and more. Um, so the battle pass is apparently 950 V bucks on its own. Mm. So it sounds like you get, um, and I don't know what the exchange rate is on that, but you get 950 V bucks worth, which is the battle pass plus a thousand more on top. Okay. Um, so you can buy a bucks couple a month. skins or something. I think this is like a natural extension of giving more options to get like tied into the game. And I know like this is some people's like forever game, yeah. especially younger people. So, um, you know, maybe being able to, I, I do think like having the ability to opt in and opt out of the battle pass was kind of like, when I heard people talk about Fortnite, the appeal of it is like, oh, I'm going to like really commit to playing this season because this battle pass has cool stuff in it. I'm just going to like buy this battle pass and focus on it for now and then like maybe take a couple seasons off as a break. Mm-hmm. Um, but this seems like a perfectly like cool and like, you know, frankly, like kind of a bargain, you know, for what they're giving you. Yeah. Um, but I also think it's kind of insidious to just tie people into the you know, the subscription service model on every yeah. different thing that you can. Yeah. I feel like it's inevitable. How hard is it to cancel? Do you know how hard See, it that's is to the cancel real question. Disney Plus? <laughs> it, or like trying to cancel your um, Xbox Game Pass subscription. Is that hard too? I haven't tried to do that yet. <laughs> I think you have to go th- like through your web browser on a computer. Yeah, same for the Disney. Yeah. There's no app for it. Whatever. Um, the next news story also about Fortnite, uh, is that yesterday, uh, per this recording on December 1st, Galactus devoured Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Um, I pulled this from Chris Pereira also at GameSpot, but, um, I was not able to catch any of the VODs of this, but I think there is some playback of it. Um, and I'm seeing some of it now just in this news story. Uh, and it looks like a little bit of a nine and a half minute long event where, the players get to battle uh, Galactus, the devourer. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, I wish it, I don't know, like if I was going to like make a fantasy version of this for myself, I would <laughs> say like, where's the silver surfer, you know, the Galactus's Herald. Was he like coming through on Fortnite, like <laughs> trash in the place and like getting it set up for Galactus to come wreck shop. But um, it looks like people were flying in uh, inside of the buses and now Wolverine's <laughs> standing on top of one of them. This is pretty cool. I don't know. It seems fun. It's cute. Yeah. Um, but that was that was all to set up their nine hours of server downtime, which um, actually affected. Uh, I took my old Xbox One S and made it the home Xbox and set it up in our youth shelter at work. So there's a, a more recent system in there. Sure. Um, and uh, 
one of the youth wanted to use it to play Fortnite. And of course the servers were down for them to reboot it and start season five for nine hours. And so wow. it uh, was a bummer for them, but um, season five is this zero point idea, um, which is wait, kind wait, of like, wait. A- I don't think we should say the name of this, of baby Yoda. Yeah. All right. Because fine. it just happened on Friday, on Friday. I guess. I don't I will, I will wait, wait, wait. Because there's um, people who want to watch Mandalorian still that haven't found that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I found the news about season five mostly over at Polygon. I know ONS Good wrote up that Kratos is going to be joining as a skin, um, which is really exciting. Kratos yeah. uh, of God of War fame. Dad bod Kratos with the big heavy beard and the shoulder <laughs> strap and everything from um, the 2018 God of War, which is an incredible game. Um, and I know we were discussing like, oh, I, you know, I was like, oh, I bet his like, you know, the, the Leviathan axe is going to be his pickaxe and everything, I'm sure, um, which is super rad. But just um, looking at the logo for uh, the zero point chapter, um, it looks like season five is going to be all about like crossovers and convergences. Um, and so it's. Uh, it's featuring Mandalorian, uh, you know, the Mandalorian and baby Yoda um, were featured uh, pretty prominently in the launch of it. And now they're showing off that we're going to have our good friend Kratos joining the fray. Um, And I'm assuming uh, just because they have so many ties to all these different major properties, DC, Marvel, and Star Wars uh, that we'll maybe see more of that into the future. Um, Michael McWhorter, and ONS Good wrote up stories on that on Polygon if people want to read more into it. Um, Do you think that, uh, like, whenever Microsoft gets closer to, like, the Halo launch, do you think they'll be, like, Master Chief Fortnite? I feel like that would be awesome. Because you could have the, the Warthog in it, replacing, like, the thing. Here's my really question. Cool. <laughs> do you, like... Fortnite has like a universal account, right? So like Kratos is about to be on the Xbox version of Fortnite, right? Yeah, that's true. You'll be playing as Kratos on, on your Xbox if you wanted to. (laughs) I have to imagine that they'll try to get some sort of halo convergence, but I also like, I think Fortnite does a lot of its marketing partnerships with PlayStation, right? Like they had like, um, they were a part of that big PlayStation five, like launch game lineup video yeah. from a couple months ago. Um, and they, um, uh, you know, this battle pass, uh, subscription service thing that they just did was a PlayStation branded video that I saw in the, in the news story. Okay. Um, so I'm wondering if, if Microsoft doesn't quite have that close relationship with them, um, to, pull those kind of things off um but i also like i wouldn't put it past them Mm -hmm. it would make a lot of sense i the thing that like trips me out is like how much media crossover for them is just brands that are owned by disney at this point and how they have like this ongoing disney plus subscription uh benefit to people in Fortnite that they're offering and stuff um seems like they're pretty closely tied with Disney at this point too. Mm-hmm. Although they are doing all kinds of DC stuff as well. 
and have done Warner Brothers movie stuff with uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, they do like there's no rules in Fortnite. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of cool. Speaking of Microsoft, uh, we're going to jump into some next generation news. Uh, And (laughs) speaking of Kratos on your Xbox. Yeah, PlayStation um, on your Xbox. (laughs) uh, James O'Connor over at GameSpot um, is pointing out that uh, people are... Uh, reporting at VG247 um, that the Xbox Series X and Series S both have a developer mode um, that's going to allow people to put uh, certain PC, Microsoft PC apps on it. And one of those is the RetroArch emulator, um, (laughs) which runs PlayStation 2 emulation, which is one of the much harder emulators to get to run on things, apparently. Um, And it seems like the um, Xbox Series S and X are both really good ways of running PS2 emulation. Um, and so uh, the YouTube video that they reference is, is someone named Modern Vintage Gamer on YouTube showing off games like uh, God of War 1 running on an Xbox Series S. Amazing. Which is just wild. Um, <laughs> and like I said, speaking of Kratos on the Xbox that's awesome. It would be nice if there was PS2 backwards compatibility and PS3, especially PS3 backwards compatibility on the PS5. Yeah, um, that would be. <laughs> that's kind of a gen, like, especially the PS3, I think is like a generation of games that like is those are things are growing like harder to. You know what too is PlayStation three is the only PlayStation I never owned. Dang. I had the one, two, four, four pro and now the five, but I never had a three. I had an Xbox 360. That was the, that was the one to have that generation for a yeah. really long time, especially, I mean, I'm, you know, partially biased, but right. I did end up with a PS3 eventually, but I definitely was more dedicated to the 360 at the time. I was playing a ton of Halo. <laughs> um, speaking of PS5 and its lack of backwards compatibility, um, we're going to grab a story here from IGN uh, which is credited to IGN staff, which is really frustrating. But at the bottom, it says it's from Matt Perslow, IGN <laughs> UK news editor. Um, eBay condemns PS5 photo scammers and is taking action against sellers. Um, so apparently <laughs> people have been listing photographs of PlayStation 5 consoles on eBay um, and selling them for hundreds of dollars. Um, and then just sending a picture of a PlayStation 5 to people. Oh my God, assholes. Straight up garbage, garbage behavior. Oh my God. Um, but it seems Does like... Does it say like photo of PS5 on like right in the title? It's So it says, um, these sellers clearly know the rules of item must be as described since every listing has either photo, picture, or image only in their description, uh, and often a line in the listing saying that purchases will only receive a printed picture. Wow. So they technically abide by eBay's rules. Um, it's good that they are, uh, the article uh, from Matt Perslow says it's good that they're planning to take action because this is, yeah, that is definitely this is good. <laughs> really brutal. And like, we all know the demand for PS5s is sky high right now. Um we kind of talked previously about the scalping and the price mm-hmm. hikes on on everything right after launch. And this is just like a really gross way of people taking advantage of that, which is frustrating. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't even think of that shit. Like, imagine if you were like a teenager, like, like saving up for this. Like, you don't have you know bills. Like, you're not you don't have to worry about paying rent, but you saved up like a month and a half of your Cub Foods paycheck to buy this PS Five, and this asshole sends you a picture of one. Oh my god. I would learn to hack <laughs> just to find that IP address. <laughs> I would go Super Saiyan <laughs> and fly to their house. I would like sign up at the community college for like computer classes immediately. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to find this person. It's like you hear somebody, uh, never mind. I'm not going to go into the tyrant, but. <laughs> so obviously this is messed up, but, um, Hopefully eBay is able to to refund people and, and have some consequences for the people taking these steps to take advantage of people's for sure. excitement for the the next gen systems. Um, the next news story uh, is bouncing back to Xbox. Um, and speaking of disappointment, um, <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. Uh, this is Lana Rupert at Game Informer that we pulled this from. Is adding seventeen new games this month uh, with ten leaving. Um, so there's going to be a, a bunch of stuff across, uh, PC, Xbox and, uh, Android for people who are able to do, um, game pass ultimate streaming from X cloud. Um, things that stood out to me, uh, a game we frequently shout out on this sto- uh, show that John was playing through is ukulele and the impossible layers coming to all three of those mm-hmm. on December 10th. Um, we have a game that I need to get back to on switch dragon quest 11 X. Ah, Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition coming to both console and PC. Um, I almost bought that not long ago, so I'm glad I didn't. I think it was on sale. They must have known that this was coming to here, so they tried to get like some last know, minute last purchases. Little, and, yeah, yeah. Um, other standouts: uh, Doom Eternal is making it to PC tomorrow on Thursday, which means it's yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, as well, uh, Control is coming December 3rd to consoles and uh, Android. Yeah, that's crazy. You can play Control on your phone. And then Slime Rancher. Slime Rancher. Valhalla, uh, a cyberpunk bartender bartender action, uh, is coming to PC. Um, that's yeah. a, a smaller <laughs> title that I was interested in checking out for sure. Um, VA11, Hall A. Oh, snap. Yeah. This is terrible timing. I just got Game Pass and was really excited to check out Untitled Goose Game with uh, my girlfriend and play through the co-op that they added. Um, and it is leaving on the 15th, so I should move that up the list of stuff to check out. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. And then uh, Metro Last Light Redux is looks like a pretty big game leaving the PC mm-hmm. um, coming up as well on the 15th. Um, I played some of the Turing test. I made it like halfway through, I think, and I got stuck. It was fun. Is that puzzly? Yeah, it's only puzzles. It's just like, you know, things that supposedly an AI couldn't figure out, I guess. <laughs> that's that's brutal. That sounds like it would actually be really challenging. It that's got really pretty hard at times, yeah. That's why I stopped playing it. <laughs> it got too hard for me. Oh, another one that's worth shouting out is um, Super Hot Mind Control Delete, which is like the follow-up to Super Hot is coming December 10th as well. Um, so, you know, Game Pass continuing to have a bunch of cool games and be a good deal uh, from the looks of things. Um, this is really stressful and enticing to me as a person who just signed up for it. And um, frankly, I think a, a, an opportunity to transition into the mostly normal question, I'm in. Um, which is, did you get any Black Friday or C- Cyber Monday deals over this last week? Um, 
And I uh, took the opportunity because Control Ultimate Edition was half off for $20 Ooh. on the Microsoft store. So I, I grabbed that um, as well as uh, I think Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 HD collection on the oh, Xbox cool. was on sale. Um, and I grabbed Prey uh, for like nine bucks. Um, but I got Control Ultim- Ultimate Edition two days before they rumored that this was happening and one day before it was announced that they were adding control to game pass. But, uh, there was a, a tweet by Nibelian on Twitter from nibble or Nibel. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, who, who kind of like has kind of insider news. And he said, there's no indication that this is control ultimate edition so that, um, it doesn't necessarily look like it's going to have those series s and series x upgrade features yeah i doubt it because think because there's games like monster hunter and that doesn't have iceborne like they get they they get you with the base game and then uh, get you to check out the dlc exactly well so you know for 20 bucks like the guarantee that i'll get the beautiful version of it in the future and i have uh access to um you know the alan wake dlc and and a couple of whatever other dlc i'm not too mad about it it was a good price for it but uh, that was really exciting. And then I, I went on a little bit of a Steam uh, purchasing spree too. Ooh. Um, I suppose you have to fill up your library down your PC now. Well, <laughs> I've had like a rolling library of stuff that's been on Steam sales that could run on like any computer basically. Yeah. But um, I grabbed uh, for the first time Knights of the Old Republic 1 Ooh. Um, and Max Payne 3 oh, um, nice. were both on sale. <laughs> um did you get anything while it was the the spending spree season? I did. Um, I picked up Avengers. Oh yeah, you were saying bucks. that's half off. Yeah, so I got that. Uh, I'm pretty excited because like I have lots of friends that play that too. So it'll be, you know, eventually when there's more content, I'll have like a group to play with already. Um, so I I'm pretty much all I have to do is grind my way up there so I can I can hang with them, you know. Nice. And then. I picked up Watch Dogs Legions for like 40 bucks. I figured that'd be worth it because it's such a new game. Mm-hmm. And then I got that Transistor game from Supergiant for like four bucks on Switch that I mentioned earlier. And I think that's it. Oh, I got Sarah another year of PlayStation Online for like 30 bucks, like 35 Ooh, nice. bucks. Yeah, it was 70% off or something. So that's a really good deal. Yeah. Cause right now the PlayStation four that might end up being yours sometime soon is hooked up upstairs. So we were playing rocket league, like with her upstairs and me downstairs. It was kind of fun. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. This is the first time we've ever done that. What a good game to play like some relationship co-op with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're far away and you can't get into an argument. Don't, whatever it. you do, don't ever try to suggest to your significant other like tips on how to play just just accept <laughs> yes just patience is the only answer yeah um cool well i'm gonna make it a short pod this week uh and jump into the outro unless there's anything else that we need to bring up no i don't think so rad that's gonna do it for our show this week thanks everyone for joining the podcast and listening in AJ, will you let me know where people can follow along with you on the internet? Yeah, you guys can find me at AJ underscore ID. That's E-I-D-E on the Twitters. Give me a follow. 
You can find me at VG Occasion on Twitter. I'm still kind of mostly stepping away from it other than like doing gross retweets of Hades fan art. That's <laughs> a little bit <laughs> stupid. Um, but uh, mostly just doing my own thing for now. Um, you can also contribute to the content if you want. You can send us an email, podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Follow the official podcast Twitter at MN Gamers Podcast and sign up for Mostly Normal Monthly, our new newsletter at mngamers.substack.com. Uh, if you feel the need to do so, please leave us a positive review on the podcast listening do device of your choice. Um, that would be amazing. Please, uh, it's just always really, really appreciated when we can get positive word of mouth out there to people. Um, and that's going to do it. We'll catch everyone next week. Until then, go play some games. Do it. Go play Hades. Bye. Bye.